Welcome to The Authentic Exchange, where real men have real conversations and engage in authentic communication. I'm Josh Bird, and I'll be your host. This episode is all about me. I want to lead the way and be the example. The goal of this podcast is to get men to open up, to share, be transparent and vulnerable because I know firsthand the power and the freedom that it creates. I want to encourage you guys to open up about your struggles. I chose to openly share my struggles because I believe that it will help us all on the pathway to becoming our best. By becoming our best, I mean cultivating our vulnerabilities, coming to understand and accepting our fears, anxieties, and weaknesses and learning that we no longer need to defend ourselves since reality needs no defense. That's a very powerful quote by Monty Moran. I chose that quote because it really speaks to authenticity and living a life and moving in such a way that everything that you do is real, it's genuine, and it's authentic. Well, as I stated before, this episode is about me i can't ask you guys to open up to share to be transparent and vulnerable if i don't first embrace vulnerability transparency and share myself i think it's very powerful because for me most of my life i spent so much time closed off from meaningful relationships and meaningful connections oftentimes I think it's our attempts to hide our weaknesses from others that tend to cut us off from them, from connecting with us in a genuine and authentic way. Oftentimes the need or the desire to hide what we perceive as weakness keeps people at a distance. I can honestly say that was me. I did all that I could to keep people at a distance I mastered the art of not letting people in I often felt the need to protect myself to uh, defend myself I'm sure anyone that knows me or knows me well um, would agree with me saying that I was extremely guarded I had a conversation with my wife the other day And it triggered a lot of emotions. It triggered a lot of feelings. It's amazing how simple conversations can trigger old emotions. When we were talking and my wife used the word wholesome to describe me. We were actually talking about or making a joke about going to the strip club or something like that. And my wife jokingly said, oh, you've been to the strip club? Oh, really? You know, you're wholesome. I can't believe that. And immediately I begin to feel triggered. I begin to feel emotions and feelings rise up that I hadn't felt in a long time. The good thing is that her making that comment actually helped me to realize that there uh, were some unresolved issues there. What I realized and what I discovered 
was that her comment about me being wholesome took me back to a time in my life where I felt like I had to defend the fact that I was a good guy. I had to defend my goodness and the qualities and the things that honestly make me uniquely me. And when my wife made the comment about me being wholesome, it really began to trigger some deep-seated thoughts and feelings that I had from growing up. Thoughts that I had to prove um, that I wasn't good or a goody two-shoes. I wasn't the choir boy, that I wasn't wholesome. <laughs> I can remember people kind of putting me in a box and looking at me as though I thought I was better than them, as though I was too good to hang out with them. And I remember I used to deeply resent that I had to prove that I wasn't good. For the life of me, I can't understand why we make fun of people that do the right thing, that make good decisions, that don't get in trouble, people that follow the rules, the, the people that are like Carlton Banks. Those individuals are usually the butt of many jokes. Why is it? Why do we make people feel bad about doing the right things? I'm sure everyone knows somebody from the hood that had to hide their books or had to play like they were dumb or just couldn't really be themselves in order to fit in and be accepted. I remember feeling like people made fun of me for being a good person. I felt like I had to prove that I wasn't wholesome in hopes of fitting in and gaining approval. I had to show people that I was down, that lingered, that lasted um, for years up into my early adulthood. I think that we all have an innate desire to, to fit in, to be part of the group. Some of us are fighting to stay or be a part of the wrong group. That innate desire to fit in had me trying to fit in and be accepted with the wrong tribe. And so I understand firsthand what it feels like to betray yourself by not being who you are. And so when I talk about being who you are, understand that there's a difference between who someone told you to be through conditioning or indoctrination or culture or society norms and the identity that you desire to be born out of a definition, out of a, a vision that you have for yourself, one that you fully embrace, one that you fully own um, with all of your insecurities, all of your flaws, all of your shortcomings, all of your weaknesses. We live in a society where we're often being told that we're inadequate. And because of that, we constantly strive to prove ourselves or our self-value or our self-worth when all we truly want is to be recognized for who we are and to be seen and to be valued. I struggle 
with my identity and feeling like I had to prove my value to people. And the way that I thought about proving my value to people was by fitting in, was by at times people pleasing, was at times doing things that probably weren't in alignment with my principles, my convictions, my philosophies in life. Now, it wasn't anything crazy, but I think sometimes it's the microaggressions, the things that we um, consistently do on a small scale that add up um, to create large issues in our lives. For years, I consistently went along with things. I consistently tried to fit in, not realizing that I was created to stand out. I think sometimes we can be so concerned with being seen as weak or people discovering our weaknesses that we often overlook our greatest weakness. And that's just a trying to appear so damn strong. I think that's something that I know a lot of men wrestle with, the appearance of strength. I struggle and oftentimes put a mask on to try to cover up different issues and different things that I had to deal with in life. I can recall one specific incident. I arrived at church. I was actually hurting. I was dealing with some things at home and I didn't feel like I had anyone that I could talk to. I didn't feel like I had anyone that wanted to hear. I actually, I felt a little ashamed of the feelings that I was feeling. Like I said, I was, I was hurt, but I put a smile on my face. I saw people, I greeted people, I sang songs, I prayed prayer. And at the end of service, when I was getting ready to leave, I came downstairs and I was in a hallway and one of the older women at the church saw me. I turned and she looked at me and she paused and I paused and it was almost as if she looked through to my soul. It was almost as if she could see my heart. And she said, I know you're smiling. I know you're pretending. I know you're acting like everything is all right, but I can see the hurt. I can tell that there's some pain inside. I know that something is bothering you. At that very moment, I felt exposed. I felt completely vulnerable, but the pride inside of me wouldn't allow me to confide in this woman. It wouldn't allow me to share how I was feeling. It wouldn't allow me to get the things off of me, to get the, the weight off of my chest. So I lied and I denied exactly how I felt, but I never forgot that moment. I always wondered how she was able to, to see exactly what I was going through. I wondered even if, if other people could see. So in an attempt to protect myself from vulnerability, from transparency, I began to work harder to master the art of not letting people see me for me for not showing up authentically. I became a master at 
hiding my feelings. I became a master at being vague, all in an attempt to protect myself from sharing the deepest parts of me with other people. I was afraid. So I wonder how many guys that are listening to this podcast right now have ever been in a similar situation where you were dealing with something, something was weighing heavy on you, something was bothering you, and because you chose to close yourself off in an attempt to protect yourself, you had to spend time battling and wrestling with your issues alone. How many guys have been taught and conditioned to believe that you just need to suck it up? Nobody wants to hear how you're feeling. Nobody wants to know what's going on with you. It's exactly those feelings, that conditioning, that programming that played into reinforced my desire to keep people at arm's length and not be vulnerable and not be transparent. I was always concerned about whether people would judge me, if they would criticize me. The whole time I was just looking for someone to accept me, but I didn't know how to accept myself. I didn't know how to own who I was, realizing that I didn't have to prove anything was the beginning of transformation. And it has literally transformed my world. It's given me the power to intentionally affect the lives of so many other people with this message and with this podcast. I've heard it said that life is determined by the quality of our relationships. What I can say is that early in my life, I can honestly say I didn't have many quality relationships. Many of the relationships I had were surface level relationships. They were convenient and I knew how to operate in them. I say, show me a life that is full of quality relationships. And I show you a life that is well lived, a life that is full of meaningful connections and a life that is full of impact. Show me a life full of surface level relationships and I will show you a life that isn't fully tapped in and connected. I'll show you someone who hasn't learned to live in an authentic way. For many years in my life, that was me. What I've realized is that when we are fully connected, we thrive. When we're tapped in, we connect with people in a real way. When we're not connected, when we only operate in the surface and going through the motions, getting ready to interview two people that I am uh, grateful to call friends, two guys that have been around me through a large portion of life, through meaningful transitions in my life. I don't know how I lucked up <laughs> and was so fortunate to have these guys connect with me. Most of my relationships suffered because I had a lack of meaningful connections because I was so guarded and closed off. I'm going to ask these guys in hopes of uh, learning some more about myself. What was it that helped him to connect with me? What is it that, you know, I was trying to protect myself from that um, maybe like the older woman at church, they saw through and decided to 
build relationships with me and cultivate friendships with me. I appreciate everyone that's tuning in today. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading and checking out the podcast. I hope that you share this with someone so that it can be a benefit and a blessing. Until next time, much love and much abundance. As always, never forget to learn, to love, to grow, and to always move with grace. I'm Josh Bird. This is the Authentic Exchange, and I'll holler at you next time.